Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. I'm trying to avoid talking about Ocean Gate um, mm. just because there's a lot of jokes. Have you been participating in the jokes? I just need to know. Rod. I only, I only, I only, I only put one joke out. And it was it wasn't from me. It was from a fan of our podcast because uh, I said what really happened to that boat was uh, if you've seen Black Panther two, I said Namor probably not probably got him. And so someone photoshopped Namor in front of the ship, and I, and I said mystery solved. That's it. That was a couple of days ago. I haven't really. I know a lot of people been going in, and it's been a lot of like stuff about well they're billionaires and this and, and all this stuff i i don't see it that way i, I think it's pretty much a tragedy and it's kind of sad and I'm st- i haven't lost that part of my humanity just because you know just because twitter says it's funny doesn't mean i have to like okay go to hell with them that's what i know about you uh and i must admit some of these things are funny because but you know yeah. but again we both i think come from uh families that make fun at funerals and things so we we yeah, have a space literal- of funny but, this is know, literal <laughs> gallows humor, by the way. Yes. This is literal. Yes. The literal definition of it. <laughs> but on the real, real, yeah, we have to, um, you know, definitely lean into being a human being. President Barack Obama uh, had some comments, too, that are also mirror, I parrot, mm. what he said. Um, so, Smith, let's play what President Barack Obama said. I mean, you think about what's happening this week. There's, there's a, a potential tragedy unfolding with a submarine that is getting, you know, minute-to-minute coverage all around the world. And it's understandable because obviously we all want and pray that those folks are rescued. But the fact that that's gotten so much more attention than 700 people who sank is that's a that's an untenable situation mm. uh yes yes uh there was it was actually 400 mm. um back in april who drowned uh while attempting to cross the mediterranean from north africa to europe that was that was one um there was mm. another border crossing in the united states um, where is it? I can't, I can't find it now, but I think that number is not 700, but that to his point, to his point, um, yeah, we, we don't care, mm-hmm. uh, when people drown trying to get here. As a matter of fact, I think there's a swath of people who call themselves patriots and Americans who mm. feel like they get what they deserve for trying to come here. Like, how dare they, you know, that that's what they get. I feel like there's, I think also a there's of, a, um, there's a thing that happens too where like part of this is the backlash to the backlash and all that stuff. So like you wouldn't see the same people making fun of the billionaires dying, making fun of the migrants, right? Like you're not gonna, so there's not really a need to like, to. there's no fight there. It's like pretty much everybody agrees that's a tragedy. The billionaires, people had jokes from the second they said the sub was lost. Like I, like, Look, billionaires are just not it's not a good time to be a billionaire in the uh social in the social circle. Like they are the 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 people we make fun of now because it's like you got all the money. I'm not gonna feel sorry for you when eggs cost seven dollars. Okay. So we we gonna get these jokes off. But I think this is kind of the um the height of it 
this right this situation because at the end of the day i still see it as a human tragedy even if it would have been uh them stuck at the bottom of the ocean dying slowly or the implosion or whatever i mean it's, it seems sad it seemed like a terrible way to go out and it just hasn't helped that every piece of information that's come out after has been like either highly ironic or highly like uh fortuitous as far as like telling you like this was gonna happen it's like, like the the main billionaire is like i think safety is overrated i'm like now see I, how you gonna ask me in a world like this with a brain like mine to not think that's funny it's impossible right, right. for me to not i don't want right. to laugh at you darn but if i you know siegfried got hit by a tiger i wasn't like oh my god who could see this coming you know so i feel like it's funny to me I'm just my main thing. My the compromise I made myself is I'm not gonna spend all day on Twitter coming up with jokes about it. But it it is funny to me, and I I I'm sorry if you had to judge me for that. You know. Okay. Uh, well, I'm, I, I I'm not judging you, but what I'm not gonna do is participate publicly. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not making the jokes, but you know, like, and I and I. But do it is care. Friday though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. So I will not, you know, um, rain on anyone's parade because it's Friday. Right. It's Vegas on the Carrot Hunter show. So we will. Uh, speaking of Siegfried, uh, you know, I went to mm-hmm. Vegas just to see them, and then oh, how was it? No, I didn't get to see him because that oh. had happened. That had happened. Oh, word! <laughs> yeah. Dang! I was All like, right. Ah, so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Damn Karen. it! What would you rather be at the show where it happened? Or at the show that just went at uh, like it went according to plan, everything went off fine. Which which would you rather be at? I would I would rather see the tigers not ball a human being in front of okay. me. Yeah, I would okay. rather not see that. Mm-hmm. Although, yeah, I, but I'm also the person that if there's an accident, I'm not rubbernecking because I'm okay. if I'm on them highways. I got a place to go. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to hold up traffic or be in traffic. So whatever happened, I see that there's emergency people there. They're going to be okay. If somebody's dead, nothing I can do about it. I don't need to see the gore. I'm going to keep going. So I would not want mm. to see the carnage. Did you now, did they give you your money back? No. So like I ended up in Vegas, went by the thing and, you know, it was like, oh, mm. it's not there. You know, it was like, okay. so I, I was hoping to see it. You know, it's like, like things oh, you miss, okay. like, like, um, what's his name in, in uh, residency, uh, Usher. I hear mm. that's great. I'm probably gonna miss that too. Like, there's some things you'll never okay. see. You right. know, for okay. me, I'll, I'll probably never see. I that just wonder. I just wonder what's the backup plan for when something like that happens? Because I feel like they should either just send the one dude out by himself, the one that oh, didn't get mauled. He, he was mourning though. They, okay, they, so then you gotta find been... a backup. You gotta yeah. have a backup act. A whole act. Maybe you know, like somebody like trying to tame some just some regular house cats or something. <laughs> You got to get this money, man. Like yeah. people spent their money. Yeah. Come on. Come on, Mittens. Get your ass on the thing. <laughs> house cats be bad already. It's yeah, hard to nah, train a regular a cat. House, house cat beating up a pit bull. I pay to see that. Oh, speaking of that, yesterday, <laughs> speaking of pit bulls and house cats, um, Elon mm-hmm. Musk and um, Zuckerberg are supposed to be fighting. Yeah. I actually want to see this, which I, I'm mad at myself for wanting to see this, but I do. Mm-hmm. And I got my money on Zuckerberg. Me too. Me too. Okay. All right. So you're so damn smart. Why? Why why Elon, do you know Zuckerberg's talk, gonna beat the brakes off of him? Elon talks a good game, right? Elon talk a good game. But people that talk a lot normally can't fight. Like it's the way he carries himself. And then Mark got this real quiet, 
kind of pent up frustration about him that I'll be peeping in his videos. And he's staying in some pretty good shape. I seen that video he had wearing that like bulletproof vest looking thing. I said, okay, dude, dude stay in pretty good shape on that compound. I know he worried about people kidnapping his family all the time. So he probably like work out and stuff. And I just feel like, especially because of the frustration of their business deals, they both got a lot of like, like, you know, Mark threw everything away on Meta. It still ain't working out. He's throwing bad money at the good. Um, and then you got uh, Elon who just threw all his Twitter money away. So I know they both coming in with a lot of rage, you know, but I want to see, I think Mark is going to bring that quiet confidence where he just want to destroy this man. And I don't think Elon's ready for that. I think he's going to want to talk like 30 seconds in and he's going to already be getting beat up. Yeah. Uh, well, two things. First of all, Mark Zuckerberg is a Taurus, mm. number one. And we tend to be intense in the things that we do, good, bad, or ugly. We're going to go all in. Mm-hmm. He's a black belt in jujitsu. Oh, to that, see. to that, mm-hmm. right? So we we just gonna be doing something, <laughs> gonna mm-hmm. do it. You're good, bad, or ugly, because it it can mm-hmm. go left at any point in time. Because we usually tend to be type A, you know. Mm-hmm. And them quiet Tauruses, like them Tim Duncans and stuff, like the the folk you ain't checking for, them be the ones, not the ones with the mouth like and me. And the way he responded, he didn't even use the proper words of English. He would he was so mad he didn't even spend the time to make a complete sentence. He just said, send me location. You know what I mean? Like that's a brother that wanna fight. He don't even have time for thee. Like he, for, he, for articles and in extraneous words. Uh-uh. He said, here's three words. Send me location. I'm I will I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna be there, Elon. Let's do this. I it's sad to watch this time we living in. It's, we really are living in the idiocracy. I don't know if you ever seen that. Movie, I did. I, I started talking about that when Trump was running for president. Yes. And I was like, if he gets elected, that's like Terry Crews. We don't yes. like this intelligence. It it played out, except it's worse than the movie. What really we're in is. right now? Because we just went through a pandemic where it, you, you would think common sense and all this. People fighting over right. masks, t- trying to kidnap the governor of Michigan. I was like, right. this is the worst. This world is it really crazy. Is. We got billionaires trying to fight each other. This is crazy. <laughs> this is really crazy. This is weird. Bill- billionaires going under the sea. And we right. just had we just had Little Mermaid. And then there's some jokes going on about, I mean, this is just too much. Why why are billionaires got to be corny, man? We need a better breed of billionaire. Like, why why y'all don't put on bat suits and fight crime or something like, or do like the Dubai people that just be rich everywhere. They just be, they just be opulent. Just, oh, you know what? I'm building a, I'm building a, a high rise tower under the sea. You're like, man, why would you do that? But that's like billionaire stuff to me. This, right. I'm going to fight you, man. I know people that fight for free. I know people that's been fighting over Facebook and Twitter since I was a kid. Like, what are you doing? Yo, they, somebody likened it to bum fight. Remember the bum fights? Yes, used to, I remember the, those. I'm not going to say I watched any of them, but, um, mm. 866 801 Videos are popular. They, just, somebody <laughs> was watching them. I'm not saying that I was. All right. So speaking of uh, the uh, the Ocean Gate, um, I do want to lift up one person who didn't want to be on the boat. His um, mm-hmm. 19-year-old university student, uh, his aunt, his aunt was saying that he did not want to be on the, on this at all. She said, you know, think about the circumstances which led desperate people to come here. Oh, no, that's Obama. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm. Let me let me find it. Okay. All right. In the days leading up to this uh, Titan vessel in Newfoundland, Canada, a 19-year-old university student went on this trip with his father on this expedition. He expressed hesitation about going. His aunt um, 
Her name is Asma Dawood, the sister of the Pakistani businessman uh, Shahzada Dawood, who is the dad, told NBC News that her nephew Suleiman informed her that he was not very much up for it and felt terrified about the trip to explore the wreckage. But he ended up going because the trip fell on Father's Day weekend and he was eager to please his dad, who was passionate about this you know, Titanic trip. And the last four days, she said, had been agonizing for she and her family. They were glued to the television as news coverage for, of the hunt, uh, you know, kept displaying, you know, the worst, the worst, the worst fear. She said, I feel like I've been caught in a really bad film with a countdown, but you didn't know what was what you're counting down to. She said, I personally have found it difficult to breathe thinking about mm. them. And I never thought I would have an issue drawing breath. Uh, the mm. aunt said she said it's been unlike any experience I've ever had. Um, and so, you know, this, this young man, 19, a whole life ahead of him went to please his dad's not here anymore. We could leave space for him for sure. Mm. Um, then you got folk out there trying to politically capitalize like Dan Crenshaw. He's the, uh, guy with the eye patch. Yeah. yeah, I didn't want to say the guy with the eye patch, just like some people in Texas call the governor, governor hot wheels. I don't want to participate in that. Yeah, I but, don't either. Yeah. But I think saying he has an eye patch is different than like calling him like Mr. Eye Patch or something, right? Like I'm when you said Dan Crenshaw, I was like, oh yeah, the guy with the eye patch, they had to issue a, a, a SNL picking on him. Like I, I don't think that was ableist. Okay. You know? All right, just making sure that I'm you know, so eye patch guy was out there on Twitter saying that um blaming Biden, President Biden for it. He said there's no progress. Our government is failing. The government ain't had nothing to do with this. Joe Biden's like, how am I in it? I didn't commission right. this trip. This ain't a military right. exp- exploration. He said, all call- Coast Guard has to do is let Magellan save these people and help them get their equipment. Because, you know, he's former military, so he knows everything. Mm-hmm. Like, were you in the, in the, you know, anyway, Mr. President, you can solve this problem right now and save lives. So, you know who had to gather him on the Twitters? Who? Joe Exotic. The Tiger King himself, no. who also I think is running what? for president. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you this is the, I, again. The, can't make this, this stuff crazy. up. It is. It absolutely is. So he said at Dan Crenshaw, Texas, quit looking for someone to blame. They built it, got in it, took that risk, launched it, and if it imploded, no one could have done anything. Hats off to the U.S. Coast Guard and everyone who searched for it. Maybe God just don't want us to be at the bottom of the ocean to screw things up. He tweeted this from prison. Apparently, I mean, he's on Twitter. They, they, they got, got Twitter, Twitter accounts. In prison. Yeah, I think so. Was Bill okay. Cosby was tweeting? What OJ tweeting from prison? I, I don't remember. I, I, I mean, like, like you have to call them and then relay it to the person that got your Twitter account, and then they tweet it, or they give you phones in there. You got laptops. Like I got, I got way more questions and answers off of the fact that Joe entered the fray. Cause I just feel like that seemed like not the top priority when you, it, I guess he ain't got nothing else to do. You know, what I else he got back. to do? Think, He's in jail. Yeah. He made me want to follow him though. Cause I was like, he, either <laughs> that or whoever has his Twitter account is really smart. So is I'm he, following. Uh, I feel like I don't follow him, but I feel like 75% of his tweets got to be about Carol Baskins. And then the other 25% about running for president. It, it's no way it's let a balance. Let me account. see. I'm on there now. Um, Nope, he got LGBTQ people um, mm-hmm. in there. He said, to, in today's movement, you need to clean up your act, dress appropriate. So he's he's on the wrong side of some things, right? I guess, I don't mm-hmm. know, mind you. Oh, no, okay. he said, as a gay man, I forgot he was gay. As a gay yeah. man, I'm ashamed of those who represent my lifestyle in this way. Oh, Get your SHIT together. So he out there 
doing that. Let me see what else uh, he's tweeting. He's be oh he got uh, uh, prison. Uh, He's he's uh, posing. He must be real popular in um in prison. Yeah, I'm just I'm I ain't gonna say nothing else about it. But yeah, this is, <laughs> he out there doing some things. So that's Joe. All right. Well, I guess Joe want to running for president. That's a political issue. I I just feel like the thing that shocked me the most was when they came out yesterday after they said they would have run out of op- oxygen. They was like, "Oh yeah, we heard an implosion like three four days ago." I'm like, "So y'all been knew these people was dead? Well, so what was this for?" And like, the banging oh, just for show? Yeah, yeah. Yes. They were, oh, we heard some yeah. banging down there. It's probably the dolphins. Saying, hey, uh, they, they this thing imploded because you know they're real super smart and frisky. Right. I heard that. Right. It was the killer whales down there. Uh huh. Like people been saying. Yeah. Like, I just, that's so, it's, I don't know, man. That just, it feels like a huge waste of money and time if they knew them people was dead the whole time. And, you know, it just brings that point Barack Obama was making to light, which is we ain't spending the time or the resources on people we don't consider, you know, valuable. Facts. And last night, I think there was an NBA draft. Mm-hmm. It uh, was. I did not watch it, and I have to admit, okay. I I used to be so into this, but mm-hmm. I I've, I've lost I've lost a lot of my interest. Mm. And then I wait until the playoffs, and then I discover players. But mm. I had to lean into Victor Wabanyama. Is that how you mm. say that, Wabanyama? Wimbyana. Some people call him Wimby. You know, Wimbyana? Big Vic. You know what they call him? Big what? Big Vic. Oh, Big Vic. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, he's he's seven foot four and mm-hmm. proportionate. Like yeah. But the images of people interviewing him though look wild. But he is completely yeah. proportionate. He is nineteen years old, seven foot four, and as uh, he was picked number one by the San Antonio Spurs. Mm-hmm. I'm loving this because he's French. So Tony Parker. Yep. This is the legacy of Tony Parker. But I'm also looking at the NBA's takeover by uh, non-black Americans, right? Mm-hmm. So you got Giannis Antetokounmpo. I just mm-hmm. mentioned Tony Parker. Jokic, who's not black, mm-hmm. but, you know, um, who's uh, Embiid. You know, mm-hmm. you got a lot of players. And this guy is supposed to be like the next Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, probably better. He looks more athletic um, mm-hmm. th- than Kareem was at that age. And uh, his father's from the Congo, Congolese uh, track and field athlete. His mother's mm-hmm. actually the basketball star. Um, she was a basketball coach, former player. She's six three. He's his father's six six. Uh, he mm-hmm. has an older sister who plays professionally. A younger brother who's in high school playing. Um, the grandfather was a professional basketball player. His grandmother also played basketball. So he's got that. You know, honestly, he also plays soccer. He's a goalkeeper. He also practices judo like like Zuckerberg. He kick your ass. And um, <laughs> it was his mother, though, where he, he who taught him how to play. And she also was a coach of his youth team. So uh, mm. this kid looks like the truth. I'm looking forward to see it. So he, he's going to get me leaning in. What was interesting to you with this uh, draft um, last night? And and the so, trades because Chris Chris I was gonna talk about Chris Paul and yeah. how they did him dirty texting putting it out on Twitter before they told him they were trading him but I think he's got the last laugh because he's gonna be in the with the Warriors I was like this is mm-hmm. unfair thoughts and prayers yeah. I have lots of thoughts the first I'll say is uh this Victor Wimbiana and and Giannis and all these cats are the enduring legacy of David Stern and Michael Jordan like. They globalized the game, you know, the dream team, all that global impact that they were making that whole time. 
we're seeing the fruit of it now. Like these, these were kids when they went over there, you know, some of these kids weren't even born yet, you know, and the, the globalization of, the, of basketball ended up with us getting talent pools from people that, you know, we never even saw coming. So, you know, I hope, I hope Wimby lives up to every expectation that he's gotten. I've never seen a seven foot five guy move like him, shoot like him, all that stuff. Um, still risky because I think anytime you have one of these people that's like a unicorn body, you know, like a Zion Williamson, um, it, sometimes it works out and it looks like mm, Kevin Durant. No, 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 no. What? Zion is more like, who was the guy that had the uneven legs that was picked first that still uh, might be in the league? He was number one pick during that the same year that Kevin Durant came out. Mm-hmm. He, oh, all right. Now you're going to make me I have to do it in real he time. The, did he go to Cleveland? Uh, get, wait, number one pick before no, I'm Google searching before Kevin okay. Durant. Oh, I know you're talking uh, about. Greg, you're talking about Greg, the, Greg, Greg Oden. Oden. Yeah, I had yeah. to I had to come up with it. Yeah, I feel like Zion is more like Greg Oden, where he's a little too mm. heavy, a little too heavy for his frame, and mm. joints aren't really. This kid is more like Kevin Durant, who actually is a, a physical specimen and probably will be go down as one of the so, greatest. So basketball this is what players. I mean by unicorn body. Even when Zion was in college and he was dominating, and even in the NBA, he when he's healthy, he dominates. He's not just a, a run-of-the-mill guy. We never seen nobody look like him do that. Like it's just it's like if if Larry Johnson was 50 pounds heavier, you like it's just is you know LeBron? it's not not at that size and the way he plays, it's all in the paint, it's all physical, it's all like LeBron was passing the people, LeBron had a skill level. Even as a young player, uh, he couldn't shoot, and he still was making teams to the finals. Like, Zion Williams is a force of nature. I I don't even think I've seen somebody contest a dunk of Zion Williams. It's just like, move out the way, right? And at the same time, and people were very excited about him because it was like, we ain't never seen nobody do it like this. And and this isn't to say Wimby won't be successful or anything. It's just when you got one of these unicorn type of, like, we ain't seen this yet, there's that, you know, Will they or won't they? And I hope he, I think he's in the best position to succeed. Right. Went to San Antonio to me, best coach in the NBA. I don't yes. care what people say. I agree with you. Um, and, 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 and I feel like, and then they got a great system. Uh, they brought all the vets in to talk to him. You know, that's Tony Parker is who this kid grew up idolizing. So like they got everything set up for them, for him to be a success. And I think, you know, I hope he will be, um, so that was to me, it was a testament of that. Um, and this homeboy, his teammate got drafted too last night. Bilal uh got drafted like number seven. Like them first dudes coming, man. They mm-hmm. said when he got drafted, he looked in the camera and said, We coming for y'all. So I said, Okay, Ooh, bring wow. it, send me All location. Right. I want to see it. Yeah, send me location. Uh, I disagree with you. I'm gonna put um uh, five dollars, I'm gonna put five on it. Okay. I think this kid is gonna be a game changer. I think he's gonna okay. be uh exceed you know your expectations i think he's gonna be that one he's 19. I, well i didn't say for the record i'm not saying he won't be successful i'm no, saying i'm saying he's gonna be that one Watch. okay like what greatest of all time type nah, he's gonna be talking um, about he's like, still probably gonna be lebron but yeah nah okay I mean, yeah but but i see him filling out too he doesn't okay. seem like you know i feel like he moisturizes and that he's got some some body to to fill out as well yeah whereas katie has never put on any weight Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I mean, and Giannis yeah. too. They said Giannis was too skinny when he got here, yep. and he turned out to be that dude put on the weight. Like, I think what happens too is the expectations are so high, we end up having a negative effect on the guys because the first couple of years, if they don't ascend to like 
best in the game right away. It's like, oh man, this dude isn't even good as y'all said. It's like, give him his time. I think it'll work out. I think he's in the right position. The other reason I don't think he's coming into the league and just dominating right away is because Greg Popovich is not the coach that would do that. He's not gonna let him play. 40 minutes a game and average he's going to be benching this, them, teaching them lessons, all that. This stuff. is why I think this kid is going to be a game changer in the perfect mm-hmm. situation, perfect infrastructure, perfect legacy, perfect lineage, perfect. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just, I, I'm, I, I hope you're right, I'm man. Looking, it's a lot I'm of looking now. I was like, I don't care about the draft. And I was like, Oh, wait a minute. It's a lot of pressure on that dude, but I think if you've ever seen an interview with him, he seemed like the dude that could take the pressure. Like yep. he, he seems like I'm ready to be a star. So um, I'm excited. I, I don't root for or against players like that, um, really, especially not no no rookie. Like, I don't know nothing about that man. But um I I root I always root for greatness. I want to be alive and see the next thing that I didn't think I was gonna see. And if I see a seven five perimeter player giving the NBA buckets from France, I never would have had that on any you know prognostication in my life. So I want to see it. Uh, but yeah, that, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. And I actually think the rest of the draft was good too. I think they had some good uh uh the Hornets had the second pick. That's my team. Uh we picked Brandon Miller from Alabama. I think I think he's good. Uh Scoot Henderson with the, the Blazers. That's gonna cause a bunch of drama because they talking about they might got to trade Dame Lillard Dame now. Lillard, and yeah. Yeah, he tried, you know, he's he's kind of Dame's kind of on the fence, right? Because at once he's just, I'm a hometown hero. I don't need no rings. I'm a legend in my own city. And he's been saying that for years. But then they just drafted this 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 kid, and they didn't go out and trade and try to get another player. And now the rumor is he won out. And I don't know if you can have – you can't have that both ways, right? I feel like people grow, Roderick, mm. and then they change. This <laughs> is the cycle of life. Uh, you, you, when you, when you know better, you do better. Hell, I changed my mind yesterday about something that I have, (laughs) that was sure about the day before I was like, well, maybe let me look at this differently. You know, I feel like that, you know, when you get better information and you start to look at, look around, you should be constantly reassessing. I'm, I'm with the reassessment. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to the Karen Hunter show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.